Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. That's pretty good. Huh? Perfect. My name is Scott, and tonight I have uh, two fire buddies. What are we calling ourselves now? <laughs> oh, fire bros. Fire, fire bros. <laughs> bros. <laughs> I'm Todd. Hey, <laughs> Hello. And Ash. Hello. Howdy. <laughs> and uh, we haven't come up with any news for firefighting, so we're just going to go right into what we... A few things. Uh, we're going to talk about some training, and then we're going to talk about a structure fire that Todd actually just uh, got done with, well, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that was a uh, kind of interrupted something we were going to have have plans on doing, but mm-hmm. that'll happen next week, yeah? Yes. Yeah. So I guess training is the first thing on the list. Um, so with us recently, we, as you said, we've been doing the rookie training. Um, so that's kind of ongoing. Um not a whole lot of stuff to talk about there because we've uh, we've just gone into using basically nozzles and hose streams, etc. So it's a pretty basic night. Um, but on the other side of the fence, you guys did some a big scenario with the crew. Yeah, so we uh, we had to fit something in at the end of the month here. Uh, we generally split up the crew into like two or two or three groups. Um, and that's what we did this past month as well. Uh, but one of those three groups is the rookies, so they're not in the rotation. So 50% of the crew has been practicing one skill, and then 50% is practicing the other. Um, and uh, one of those skills was uh, VIS. Uh, we just did some work on um, Jason's roof prop um, last, like the previous month, um, and then driver training, pump up. Uh, just a a whole bunch of stuff that we were, you know, thinking. Okay, well, how how can we throw all of this into a scenario? Obviously, it's going to be a structure fire. So um, myself, Jay, and Kevin came up with a, a plan, and we were kind of. Um, I actually was thinking of uh, the old uh, emergency HQ. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like, how, yeah. how how can we? make one of these scenes and that's exactly what it was so we had a uh did you have a cop with a megaphone trying to get people to go away we didn't oh. no <laughs> hey you leave beat it nerd <laughs> <laughs> i love it or instead of just going up to arrest somebody let's get into a fist fight <laughs> well, like, every time you're every just time rolling <laughs> boom 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 trade shots and then uh the cop always wins that's what it should be <laughs> so we didn't have that but uh, so what the scene was, um, was a, uh, it was our burn building. So two, two story structure. Um, we had two uh, like construction workers on scene. Uh, an explosion happened, <laughs> which always <laughs> happens in emergency age two. Um, and we kind of painted the picture that uh, uh, these guys were maybe doing some electrical work, probably doing some shoddy electrical work. Uh, one of the guys was inside and then we had Kevin as an actor who was just kind of crouched down right at like the entrance to our lower level, like to the the walk-in sort of basement door. Yeah. Um, we've got a, a small entryway with another interior door, so it was like it wasn't filled with smoke or anything. It was, I mean, it was definitely venting out the roof on the other side. So, right. yeah. which we're gonna get to in a second here. But uh, so Kev was crouched down, um, and we had him. We we threw on some like medical gloves and then spray painted his hands red. Just to uh, simulate some burns, yeah, yeah, um, nice. and then uh, once uh, IC got on scene, so our deputy chief was IC for the night because the chief was actually over with Scott doing some uh, uh, 
he, I think he was pumping for you, and then he did some, like, SOGs or whatever. Yeah, he did the SOGs and uh, the don't be an idiot talk. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's nice. so, like, you, you could spend a week going over all of the SOGs, but you can break it down to don't be an idiot, don't break the fucking law. And here's the SOG book if you ever want to look through it all. here's the book that you can read yeah. on your own time. And if you're going to be an asshole, put on... A shirt from Todd's department. <laughs> Which is generally how the chat goes. <laughs> and we see the same about your department. Exactly. We see right? Make sure we're in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, so anyway, so uh, SPG was the uh, IC, and we kind of waited, and like he was doing a 360. We told Kev to like stay kind of semi hidden, uh, and then as soon as he came around to that side of the building, we gave Kevin the go ahead, and he comes out, and he's like, "Hey, hey, let's go, let's go! My my buddy's in there. There, there was there was an explosion. Like, speedy's the IC, mm-hmm. so he uh, like he is tethered to not running in without SCBA, blah blah blah. Um, so he's like, okay, okay, and then Kevin keeps poking his head back in the door, and then coming back out and going back, his back in, back out, back yeah, in, yeah. back out, right? Um, and we. Our training grounds is a block, we'll say, away from our department. So it is a very quick drive. So generally, we'll send all of our equipment out on some random address scavenger hunt. And then we'll say, oh, we've got a structure fire. Come on down to the training grounds. Well, that's all well and good. Um, but people will do the first address and then just start to pick their back. way back because they know what's going to happen. Everybody yeah, wants I've to be quick, right? Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, we're waiting for our next address and we're just going to be over here towards the training grounds. So, like, there's random times when, like, the water tender shows up first, yeah. which has happened. And that's yeah. ridiculous, right? Uh, we had an MVI scenario and, like... The bush structure. The bush truck and then yeah. the water tender were the first two on scene. They're like, you guys are useless. Like, get out of here. Like, just go yeah. park, park over there and count to ten. Right? So, Wasn't that when you're like, get out of the way, tender? Yeah, yeah. yeah literally. That's great. In the rescue. These guys are like, oh, I'm coming on scene. Like, get oh, out yeah, of the that, way. That was when we were up in the mountains, too, doing that mm-hmm. other expedition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this one was we were working with, uh, so we, we, we said, we're like, KSP, you can call the apparatus that you need when you know you need it. So obviously, as a structure fire, you're gonna roll an engine first. So the first engine rolls. But out. he called everything. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's... he's like, I need the engine one, engine two, and a tender. And I'm like, well, that didn't work out very well. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they all just start rolling out. So sort everything of. starts to happen, but. So, I needed the so we're doing hose streams, like I said. Yeah. So I needed an engine. So we're having a discussion beforehand, and we're like, okay, well, because we we had a pre meeting. We always have a pre meeting before this big scenario, so. We're having a meeting, and I said, "Why?" Well, I said, "Because uh, you're saying, well, how many? This is a two-engine job, and we're like, I'm like, well, I need an engine for my scenario. So we're like, well, how are we going to make that work? I said, well, what if, what if an engine goes down? Like, what if you start the engine and it just shits a bed, and now you're, you're out of service? Like, yeah. How are we going to make that happen? I'm like, I'll just take the keys out. <laughs> <laughs> so the best, I'm, I'm hanging around, the, I'm, in the, I'm in the truck base, because Bob's giving his don't be an idiot talk in the other room. So I'm, I, and I pulled the keys beforehand, but the guys weren't really following the directions that Ash gave because they're all like the directions were wait until your truck is called and then get on the truck. Mm-hmm. So the guys start loading trucks and they're just sitting there waiting because they know it's at the training ground. They're like, they think it's a structure fire. So they're like waiting. So engine one's full. Engine two's full. I have the keys for engine two. And I'm yeah. waiting. 
and the rescue truck, those guys are actually kind of hanging out because they're like, okay, well, we can either take the tenders. There wasn't a lot of guys left. They go, well, we either take the tenders or the rescue truck. So a bunch of guys are sitting like off to the side waiting. And I walk up to one of the guys, Dennis, and like, I'm like, hey, you're pretty smart. I'm like, because those guys on the second engine aren't going to be going anywhere. Because <laughs> they're all sitting there ready to go. <laughs> and that, sure enough, call comes in. And the guys in the second engine, they start suiting up. They start putting their masks on. And then the driver's like, I'm watching. He's like, what? He's like, he's like Where, where's the key? And I'm like, hey, man, your apparatus is out of service. He's like, oh, well played. <laughs> Next thing, they're all bailing off the truck, trying to find another truck. Everyone's scrambling. It was more like a real call. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I got the key in my hand. <laughs> like, Sorry, put it back that. on. <laughs> yeah, so they all left. And so they, so it was rescue truck actually next. Yeah, so the rescue truck rolled up next, which we've been in a situation recently where the rescue truck formed a... Because um, our second view is generally going to be extra manpower and rig, yeah. right? So it put together a makeshift rit tarp. Because it's all of our units have tarps on them, so you can start to put pieces of this like rit together. It wasn't complete, it wasn't perfect, but because I had the rip bag with me. Because you yeah. had the rip bag with you. So we were hoping that's kind of what was going to happen, and it did. So anyway, so the first truck gets on scene, and Speedy starts putting guys to task, and um, one of the guys comes over and tries to corral Kevin. Because Kevin's, like, not listening to Speedy. He's, like, back at the door again, and, like, like fake breathing in smoke, and da-da-da-da-da. Well, finally, once they get him corralled and they're walking him away, trying to get him towards the back of the engine, out of the scene, and he's like, it's <coughs> getting hard to breathe. <laughs> Must be all that smoke I breathed in. Such a good actor. Yeah, oh, it was great. Yeah. So, boom, now he's starting to have yeah. issues with uh, respiratory. Uh, so now, the first, first responder's on. So, they got, uh, at that point, once they kind of had that figured out, rescue is on scene. And they were looking after Kev. Um, Kev spoke really well of uh, Dennis's bedside manner. He says just the way that he kept calm and just just kept kept working through the scenario was really really good. Um, they you know got on the hands right away. Was doing some some uh, washing of the hands uh, and then got on um, uh, some OQ. Um, started going through all the vitals. Was was working through the whole thing. And once they kind of hit all of the check marks, we're like, "Okay, hey, EHS is here." You guys right. just hand off, and he's like, "Hey, this is what we've done." Gave a quick, quick, and like, but thorough handoff, and then we put them back, back into the scene. So that was kind of what was happening on arrival. Um, so no major attack has been happening yet. So Speedy tasked uh, the first engine to do uh, fire attack and search. So we had guys that were, and then they were obviously taking. Like, like Warren was the officer, and he was like in charge of fire attack and search. So on that side. We had Warren, and he had a couple of guys getting ready to go in, and they were going to do VIS on the upstairs bedroom because that, that was the call, was my buddy, we were upstairs, and da-da-da-da-da. Nice, so yeah. we had the rescue dummy on the landing, not visible from the basement, but so just tucked around the corner, but too far away to yeah, just yeah. to do a VIS and just go in. Um, so we're thinking, are they going to use that as an anchor point? And then moving from there... Or, like, there's many options that could have happened. Um, as well as, we've got a hydrant in our training grounds. And it's a fair layaway, but five lengths worth of those. Um, so, we wanted to make sure that they knew that the second engine wasn't coming. Because he said, I want 
engine one, engine two, um, and I want you to two. I want to hit the hydrant, and right. first first truck's moseying, and I'm watching. I'm like, eh, come on, figure it out, figure it out. Uh, and you're like, ah, engine one and two is actually out of service. So he looks at me and he's thinking, and he says, "Yeah, no, let's <coughs> go with the tender next." And I'm like, "Okay," like made a quick choice. And we were like in our plan. We were kind of hoping, "Hey, okay, let's be smart and let's not be smart. Sorry, let's hear that and then tag the hydrant with the first engine." But his response was, um, "It's a scenario. I know I've got twenty other guys at the hall. Yeah, let's get work fast." <coughs> Let's get man manpower on the scene quickly, and I'm like, "Hey, perfect! It's a choice. You made it, and it's fast. So I don't care if you didn't hit the hydrant. Now the, the tender was going to do the work, and they did really well. Um, so that's kind of all the operations happening on that side. We lit. So in our burn building, we have a rollover room, uh, Swede. Uh, it was we lit that at the back, and then we had four pallets stacked on the lower level, directly over where we have a um, a vent hole. Like a vent hole. It's like that's right. Twenty yeah. by twenty to, to draw the vent hole. So we can get a, we can get a good rollover going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we did this time is we had the vent hole was open, a stack of hay over top of said vent hole with a couple of pallets burning underneath it, and the, and the roof prop with a roof prop over top of that. So nice. what we're hoping was going to happen <laughs> was going to be smoke was going to be billowing out. Kind of like the fire you were at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's billowing out of the soffits and yeah. So they're gonna have to go yeah. up there. We don't do, like, like vertical vent isn't our number one. It's no. not even our, our number five. No. But we do roof work. Yeah. It's like, we're yeah. up on the roof. You're going to be up there. So we do yard work. Do we do yard work or do we do roof work? Right? <laughs> yeah. Fucking guys. Um, however, this all worked really well, and it was also self-venting through the roof prop. <laughs> it was fucking rolled. Because <laughs> I'm like... At the hall, like I'm looking at the training ground, I'm like, because I'm waiting for, uh, see how, it, like, I'm, I'm waiting for the, the rookies to be done talking to Bob, so I'm looking, yeah. and I'm looking at the training ground, I'm like, huh, it's a big fire. I'm like, that wasn't part of our plan. I'm like, <laughs> that's a big fire coming off that roof. <laughs> the whole Ooh, roof's yeah. going. <laughs> it was lit. Like, it looked like a house was on fire. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, what did they do? They got a hose line off of the rescue truck, yeah. ready to rock. And they had another hose line coming off of the engine. And I didn't realize this thing was going to be cooking that much. So the idea was, we're still not done. The idea was embers from the fire were going mm. to light yeah, a small over. little grass fire. Nice. Yeah, so we had, yeah. we, we had some uh, debris. We had like a half-dead tree that was just cut down. We put that over there. We had a couple of pallets we threw over there. And a couple uh, small bottles of uh, gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, you have to make it accelerate quickly to prove a point. So here I am. Mean, <laughs> it, it, cool. it, it was like yeah. water bottle of yeah, gasoline. Yeah. Like it was small, but just enough to get it going. So the first one <sighs> out like immediately. I'm like, son of a bitch. Next bottle on there. Okay, now it's kind of going, but like I could have peed it out. Like it was nothing. So I'm yeah. like, mm, damn it. We had a can of gas. I'm like, I'm just going to put a little bit over here just to, like, to show extension. Because all we wanted to do was there was a couple extra guys to, kind of. just just to kind of, hey, let's make sure we have a guard. Let's get the bush truck rolling. Because we, we, we have to have a job for everybody. And that was kind of it. So, hey, okay, yeah, let's get a, a guard dug. Let's get this thing extinguished. And that's what happened. But 
so all of that was rolling the roof. So once I'm doing this, I look back over and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> this could legitimately cause a fire because it was cooking out of the roof. I cooked, was... my, I cooked my paint off my building. Yeah. <laughs> is that the upper building is black? Yeah. Well, it is not anymore. It's a black paint burned off. Now it's back to, it's the, back to, back like... to the sea can color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. But the guys knocked the roof down from the, out, from the outside, pulled down those makeshift soffits that we put mm-hmm. in there. Uh, got, so they got the roof prop knocked out immediately um, and then back backed away, uh, let the people do the interior work. And then, yeah, up came ladders. Like they were throwing ladders for VIS on the one side, threw ladders to the roof on this side, tossed a roof ladder on top on top of that. The guys went up there. Uh, there was a, a, uh, a hole that where it was already venting through. Yeah. And they uh, went up there with the, they had a saw ready to rock. They had pipe bowl ready to go. And Brett actually went up there just with, just with the hose. And he uh, was getting the hose fed up to him. And as he was kind of readjusting his foot, they shot him up a little bit extra. And he lost his balance, like just, just enough where he had to place his foot down. And his foot went through the roof. <laughs> yeah. So really good learning point uh, because you only potentially like, he was on the ladder still so it just like crushed through yeah but he says in those like three inches uh, as he got his footing because the rest of his body was positioned over the the roof ladder um he's like i knew where i was i knew what it was and i felt like i was falling like i yeah. could have fallen 30 feet he says it doesn't matter that i knew the fact that there was like three feet below that was a sea can roof yeah, and I was exactly. completely safe. He well, says, that's in, nice, that's nice in that moment, yeah. I was on a real roof, and, <laughs> and it's falling through. And I was falling through. <laughs> yeah. To my, yeah. So, um, so that was kind of the snapshot of of the entire scenario, and it was um, a realistic um, potential of what you could see. So, mm-hmm. and the Absolutely. guys did really, really well. Uh, comms were 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 super clear. It was good. We had guys on the inside relaying out what you needed to hear. Uh, the officers on the outside. So Warren was on the one side. Rob was in charge of uh, the other side. Rob did really well. Warren did really, really well. Um, you know, they got on the VIS right away. Uh, they got that rolling. They actually, so the interior team was pushing in and actually the fire and then isolated the fire room and did a, a, a quick search of that side just while while they were, you know, waiting for VIS to happen on the upstairs. They actioned the fire again, knock, knocked it back. And then radioed out and said, um, we've got no patients identified in the fire room. Um, they were going to just poke up the, up the stairs a bit and kind of meet in the middle. And they did that and they found the patient, ext- extricated the patient nice. while VIS was still happening on, on the upper level. I would say from rolling on scene, both patients were in, um, were in care within like eight minutes. Or less. Nice. So it was really good. I like how it sounded like they posted a guy at the fire door yeah. in the door frame, mm-hmm. and he held the fire while the other guys finished their search. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he held it so it wouldn't like. I mean, it's not going to extend in a burn building, but it, yeah. so it wouldn't extend yeah. really. Yeah, That's that was his cool. his job. He, he was anchored there. Nice. So yeah, he could you know open it up, action the fire quickly, a couple pencils, knock it back, close that door, let them finish their search. Uh, yeah, it, it went really really well. And like every other real real fire. The roof was a pain, pain in the ass, mm-hmm. and it was the last thing to get out because, of like, like yep. all it was is it's a steel structure that we can adjust the pitch, and then you put on 
like it's framed and you can put on like four by eight sheets of plywood over top of this roof and even that was like it was burning forever you could spray it you could cut it and it was <laughs> still a bunch like, of freaking uh buckets full of uh sawdust yeah right <laughs> something like those stupid sawdust that was just... mm-hmm. <laughs> so pretty interesting it was a lot it was a lot of fun it definitely it was kind of like our our uh, send off to summer because like already today we were 32 degrees yeah it was um, it we, was got, really, we got really some burn coming up with some of the other guys from up north right yeah is that this weekend uh, this it's just tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, oh, oh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be hot tomorrow too or sorry yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday yeah oh yeah it's gonna be mm-hmm. cooking yeah it's gonna be another 30 plus yeah. day so yeah, yeah. sweet <laughs> trust your gear mm-hmm well, it's always hot in the burn building. Yeah. Not as, when you get out, you want to cool down. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's kind of a thing, right? Like, is it going to be any hotter inside? No. <laughs> when you come out, going to cool down. When you come out to cool down, you're not going to be cooling down as much, yeah. right? So, yeah. that is what it is. No cooling line. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good scenario. Mm-hmm. Especially with, with the patient kind of, say, kind of going in and out mm-hmm. of the door, because super realistic has happened, right, to our calls that yeah, we mentioned sure. in the past. And mm-hmm. it's... it's one of the things we have to deal with so getting those guys used to that mm-hmm. and controlling that and then listening to sure. where are the other victims well i like the yeah. fact now we have uh, now that we are doing more fr and the guys are there's more guys trained on it mm-hmm. it's uh we can throw those in scenarios because before it was like like there was like four guys that knew how to deal with it so there if those guys weren't around then it would be like oh we'll let the ambulance deal with that guy <laughs> he's yeah. running around yeah but now it's like hey man just there's somebody can help yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely and we've all learned over previous real calls that sometimes the EHS is delayed, right? Uh, or it's just that one resource that gets sent and we're waiting for uh, other resources and, and we're pulling other people out still. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Good. So you missed the whole thing? You stayed in with the... I was uh, with the... Uh, streams yeah, and, yeah which is good. I mean, we went over... Because um, it's two brand new guys and then one guy who's come back after a few years. So nice. um, we went over the... Um, Minuteman, uh, inch and a half. Um, I always get him to go over like standing, kneeling, and then now we show prone. And actually, uh, the guy that's returning, he hadn't seen the prone before because I was like, because prone's mm-hmm. fairly new. Um, but I think it's important, and it's kind, and it's actually like I showed him. He's like, oh, this is like actually pretty sweet because it's like, it's like it's kind of like, like you don't exhaust yourself. You just lay and do your prone work, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you've seen the prone, yeah. 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 Um, I know. I'm like, yeah. When I first showed it, everyone's like, "This is ridiculous." But now people are like, oh, that "Actually, isn't that?" <laughs> yeah, you, you, can see, to... you, you can like, see value if it's going to yeah. be in a like a self self defense, like if it's rolling at you, yeah. or if it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's many reasons why or you, you want to get yourself you low. lower angle. It's like, yeah, yeah sometimes work. Well, yeah. That, that's exactly it. Because we always talk about if the room is about to flash or something, and you need to hit the ground and spray straight up. Yeah. That's what that's the position you yeah, need to be in. Prone would work, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, and just let everything shower down on top of you, start yeah. cooling. Yeah. So I showed him that with the inch and a half, and then then we pulled up the two and a half. And uh, um, one thing we always try to get them to do um, more for confidence building is is get them to run a two and a half solo. Mm-hmm. So you know, literally first night to handle a nozzle, I'm like, all right, this is how you run it solo, and they're like, <laughs> so, I mean, we're always kind of hovering, ready to. To drop on the, on the hose yeah. uh, as that extra support, but even that, just for them to know that even running a two and a half with two people on your first night, it's pretty it's pretty good because they were yeah. you know we did the defensive the little defensive twist um, like yeah the sit on the sit on the sit uh, and coil method yeah the coil <laughs> method yeah the coil method and uh, we did that of course that's 
simple and it's also like, mm-hmm. but you know, I said to them, I said, okay, so what's the benefits of this? I'm like comfortable. Um, you're not getting exhausted. What's the drawbacks? Uh, zero mobility. Yeah. So if, mm-hmm. if, what, if you're not in this little workspace that you're working and you need to spray over here now and then you got to uncoil everything and yeah. then you got to readjust. So I said, okay, so now you can go standing. So I showed mm-hmm. the Jimi Hendrix thing you know, <laughs> and I'm like, this is uh, high mobility, but now you're going to get really tired. Yeah. I mean, you probably do this for maybe, maybe a minute mm-hmm. before you're starting to you're like, whoo, get a little gas. Yeah. So we're getting them to run that, and then I uh, showed them the kneeling. It's um, basically the, the clamp method. Yeah. And that's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. get a lot more movement uh, yeah. with mm-hmm. the nozzle end, and you can For cover sure. a lot more ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got them to run that, and then uh, showed them the quick um, how the um, smooth board gets transitioned to the engine mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's in Cleveland, and that was about it for the night. Mm-hmm. You forget how important it is to be comfortable on a two and a half. And move it around because we do get complacent. We get to some of those big fires, right. and yeah, it's defensive, like you said. And you just coil it, you sit down, you get comfy, and you spray mm-hmm. water, you know. But then you get those those times, and I've noticed now, like even for us, like our response times are getting faster. Yeah. So the fire isn't as rocking as it used to be. So now we're getting there, and when we pull out that big water, it's making a big difference fast. But yeah. you got to be agile with it still. Yeah. yeah. Right. And our last couple of structure fires was the same thing. The guys are pulling the two and a half out. Yeah. And they need to, to hit an area and then move and hit another area. And yeah. it's a lot of work. So yeah, sure. if you don't do it correctly, it, you get gas fast. Yeah. And you know, uh, and I showed them, I, you know, I pulled the snagger. I said, yeah. and then there's this. And they're like, oh, what's that thing? <laughs> I'm like, hooked in. I'm like, yeah. and then you can run it easily. Like, mm-hmm. I said, but, you know, I said, if you don't have a snagger, you got to run it this way. But if you have yeah, a snagger, mm-hmm. you can run it this way. Yeah, you can talk about, like, the whole strap method. Yeah, you do the you straps. Do. Yeah, the straps yeah. are, uh, yeah. Yeah, the straps are, like, yeah, if you don't have the right length, the right adjustment, you got to, like, yeah. readjust. And mm-hmm. That snagger, you just hook it on. Didn't have the right length, so I kind of moved it up. I would use a snagger, actually, a while. On, on, actually, I actually haven't ran it two and a half by myself for a while. Cause mm-hmm. I usually run it during rookie practice. Yeah. <laughs> so usually about a year. <laughs> the last three structure fires I've had, I haven't had any of my modus tools with me. They've all been in my other set of turns. I saw you at that uh, the fire we're going to talk about. I saw you yeah. and another guy trying to do something on a two and a half. I know. And I, you didn't look up, but I had my snagger in my hand. I was like, <laughs> yeah. you were looking down. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to yell at you when yeah. the head pump was going. I'm like, yeah. I, was, I was swearing that all my other gear is in my other truck. Uh, PJ asked me, he goes, hey, you got any Swiss Army knives in your in your pocket? I said, what? He's like, yeah, all your, all your stuff. I'm like... Ah, no, it's another <laughs> turno gear again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess this takes us to the structure fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I guess the setup to that is back to Modus for a minute. Yeah. yeah. So we were actually planning on doing an interview with Modus yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. We had to do it earlier because it's a... Um, East Coast. Because they're from the East Coast, so we were going to do an earlier uh, meet. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, right around dinner time. Um, we're getting ready... And then um, Ash sends me a message. Hey, Todd just caught a structure fire. Yeah. Um, so we might be delayed. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I head down the hall anyways. And we're hanging out, waiting to see. Because, you know, we all know sometimes a structure fire isn't a structure fire. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. So, so we're, we, you know, we flick over to your radio because we're close enough so we can hear everything. So we're flick over, listen to your radio. And pretty quick, we're like, Oh, this is a pretty good working fire because <laughs> we can hear because you're IC actually right I was for the so, first little bit then I handed it off yeah, yeah. so we can hear this as we're listening so we can carry on with that. <laughs> yeah so we I started heading out of town and 
and saw my pager kind of vibrate on the dash. I was like, what? That, of course, top down on the Jeep and tunes are cranked and <laughs> coffee in hand ready to go. <laughs> what a tough life. Yeah, right? <laughs> so then I checked the like, structure fire. I was like, ooh, it was just north of me where I was. Yeah. So I had a quick look up the highway and I was like, oh, don't see any smoke. So the first thing I thought is like, ah, yeah, this is going to be nothing, right? It's mm. Normally when you hear structure fire, you have a look in that direction and there's smoke right away. <laughs> and there was nothing. So I was like, oh, all right, this is probably going to be bogus, small little panic. Mm-hmm. Whip around. I was first one at the hall. I uh, well, actually, I'm second one at the hall. There, there was uh, this motorbike pulling up, and I was like, "Ah, oh, looks like our chief." So, we're, our brand new chief. Our brand new chief who hasn't actually started like as of yeah like tomorrow. Like tomorrow? <laughs> no, started yeah in a week or something. I think. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So he's been keeping his bike at the hall as he's transitioning into town and stuff, and and he rolls into the front, and I screaming around the back and run in and grab my turnout gear and first to the truck and kind of pokes his head around the corner and he goes hey what's up i'm like hey chief welcome say like, what are you doing I'm like going to a structure fire what are you doing he's like oh really like, yep <laughs> turned ditched him jumped in the truck and then the rest of the boys started piling in the cab um so yeah as we started heading out and see if he was my pump operator he goes oh just just south of town right i said nope north they gave the wrong cross street. Yeah, because we got it when, yeah. we, when we were looking when we were coming later. That's right. We saw it. We're like, oh, it's right by their hall. Like, yeah, the mapping was yeah, all off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so no, it's north of town. And, and he says, oh, yeah, there's the smoke. And I looked up. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Okay, now it's a real fire. Mm-hmm. Way we go. So we rolled up. We were talking about hydrants as we get there. And, and there's no, it's towards the end of our um, kind of hydrant supply system there, mm-hmm. our water system. So we didn't really have much uh, of an option. So we rolled up. Okay, we needed some big water right away. It was uh, rocking pretty good, kind of that alpha uh, delta corner. Um, heavy smoke showing. So we jumped out. I started giving the updates, started giving um, the commands to the other trucks is what I want next and want some water shuttling in from our tender. Um, the guys did awesome. They ripped out the two and a half right away, started getting ready to, um, to hit it. I started doing my 360, got a report from some of the other bystanders that were in the residence. Um, and they said, yeah, there's multiple people exiting the basement suites still. Um, so we called for EHS and Fortis, our power company. And then I uh, did my 360 as I was coming around, back around to the Alpha side. Um, the power line was intact to the house when I started my 360. And as I was coming around the corner, it had just melted and started arcing on the ground. Like right, literally right in front of the guys on the two and a half. So they... The one guy grabbed his, his partner and yanked him back away. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they yelled at me because I was walking through the orchard. And they yelled at me to stop power line down. And they saved my yeah. life by, by yelling at me for that. Yeah. Um, so I had to pause and found another way out and went yep. around. But um, And you called that on, on the radio too for every everybody coming in uh, about the power lines. That was, that was really good. Like That yeah. was clear for everybody. So the other guys, they actually called it first right away because mm-hmm. they hadn't actually seen me yet. I was still doing my 360, yep. so they called it on the radio right away, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I relayed it back to the other units after the fact yeah. as well. But um, yeah, for us, it was uh, it was water source. Um, so our second engine arrived, and the guys had a pretty good knock on the just of the fire. Um, it was still now extension into the into the attic and into the eaves and. And this, the roof was starting to cave in a little bit in the one corner. But uh, the initial good knockdown was, was hit pretty good with, mm-hmm. from that two and a half. So we had to actually 
because our tender didn't arrive next, our second engine did. We had to relay that water from that truck into our first engine who arrived. Because it was, like, access was, it was right off the highway. Right on the and highway. dog shit access. Like, you couldn't have nosed an engine in there. No. So you had to run off the highway and run hose Right on the edge in. of the highway, yeah. And it was a pain in the ass, so we had to pull our two and a half off the rear, um... He pulled off the edge of the highway as best he can, but then mm. we needed some side access for our tender as well. Mm. So then we had to start throwing some cones out wide down the right. center line. And of course, traffic was an absolute gong show. Everybody mm. on the highway wanting to look and drive back and forth. Um, the police actually arrived fairly quickly and they kind of started blocking traffic, but everybody just ignored them. And but then you had this other guy, which we'll get to in a little bit. It was like <laughs> rocking traffic. Yeah. That's right. This guy was like, we'll, we'll talk about him, but mm-hmm. that guy was like crazy on the traffic. Like he was <laughs> running running a highway, doing uh, single lane alternating by himself, That's and, right. and bringing calling tenders in. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, yeah, we started pumping that that engine dry into the other one, and then by that time, our tender pulled up, um, started dumping water and getting the tank going, and and thankfully, like I said, our once we dumped that first thousand gallons on that two and a half, the guys did a lot of quick work. So then, mm-hmm. then we had time to start dealing with our water source issue. And that's when um, Deputy Chief McCaskill showed up. Um, so I gave, sort of giving him a report. Um, and he said, okay, well, you just, you keep command until he gets, got all ready to go, uh, got geared up. Um, and then basically I handed command off to him and went to work. Cause I, I had an air pack still on my back because I was getting ready to, to go in with the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially and then just hand off command to the second arriving truck because uh, we didn't quite know what we had. Yeah. Um, as soon as we arrived, the report from the residences were, yeah, there's people still coming in and out of the basement. So I thought, okay, well, if we're having to go in to make a grab, I'm just dumping command off to the next next truck and in we yeah. go to grab, grab them. So. Mm-hmm. so before you handed off command, yeah. you made you a made call. A, you made a beautiful call. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so... Ryan and I, we were talking, he quickly asked, he goes, man, our water source sucks, where's the hydrant? I said, I don't know, I know it's well over a thousand feet away, mm-hmm. uh, I think the closest one's north to us, and he said, like, like, um, like, a ho- like, drop a supply line close, I'm like, no, this is yeah, too far. far away. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we need to get all of her, so, yeah. hence, mutual yeah. aid call. Mm-hmm. And we're still listening to you guys, we're like, mm. and we're actually just deciding, okay, Motors is still on, and it sounds like they're getting everything under control. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we hear we're out of water on this engine. And we're That's like, right. We're like, huh. And then probably thirty seconds to a minute later. Yeah, it was. Uh... Um, we hear uh, we hear you say, "Hey, uh, dispatch, we need mutual aid." And you and you say, and we're like, "Oh, <laughs> so sure, like." <laughs> we're running to the truck because you guys were sitting in, sitting in the parking lot already. Yeah, because right? we were waiting for waiting you to for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're waiting for the we're podcast. Waiting on you to see if you're coming. Podcast to see what was happening. So we were just I had my radio on my hood. You know, vol- our volume was up, and we we're just chatting, texting the Modus guys, let, letting everybody know what was happening. And, uh, and we heard the call. And then we heard, yeah. So you ran out of water early. It was you were almost yeah. out of water on your first view. You pumped into it with the second view. Yeah, refilled that. Yes, because we heard half tank, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we heard, and then like 30 seconds later, it was like, we're out of water. I'm like, and I said to Ash, I'm like, they must be pushing like a two and a half or something. Yeah. Because it's like, that was, that was fast. There's, like, they were, like you guys were out of water, water quick. Yeah. Which is good. And I'm like, yeah, um, which is awesome, but I'm like, ooh. 
And, and we knew you were in a rural area. Mm-hmm. We knew you were rural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And even your like your tender was delayed. It was like not bad, but like it was. It was. So you guys have two halls. I mean, I know we spoke about that before. Yes. But you got two different locations, and you have pretty good response to your your main hall. Yeah. But it sounds like by the time that your tender operator got there, they were kind of alone. Like, and they were waiting. That's right. Do we need this? And you answer back, yes, absolutely. Like, roll, roll solo. So by the time that your tender got on scene, like you could have used it. Quite a we could have used it right away. Yeah. yeah. So basically, as uh, as we were just getting to roll out on our engine one nine one out of our hall one, mm. um, I heard hall two roll with their engine right mm-hmm. away. So, I thought, all right, great. At least they got they got four guys that are they're rolling. So we started rolling, and I I was automatically thinking, okay, well, structure fire, we're probably gonna have a good good eight, six to eight guys show up to mm-hmm. hall two, so it shouldn't be a problem. And then there's this no other communication from hall two. Yet. I was like, oh geez, okay. So we arrived. Um, our second engine arrived shortly after, just as they were arriving. That's when we got the call for the uh, the tender. Um, Barb called saying, hey, do you guys need the tender still? I said, yeah, roll it. One person, don't care, it needs to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, so she rocked out with that. Um, but I think even our third engine, I think they arrived just right around the same time as our tender mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Yeah. So because the whole two, it's across town. So it was a little, further, was pretty close. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little further coming to it as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, yeah, we were, we were geared up in the truck probably before the tones finished dropping mm-hmm. and we're driving out and i think we <laughs> I think a few of the guys are coming up they're like what just happened like these two these two guys just like took off instantly it was like yeah well, we were kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. they thought you you like called us in advance no, i mean, had you, no time yeah. i mean yeah. you would call you would message us to say hey, you had a, a fire <laughs> only because we were waiting for you yeah but uh yeah like the, the joke and or the piss off <laughs> the imagery appeared to be you're in the middle of a structure fire, and you're like, hey, boys, <laughs> watch your pager. It's coming in now, right? Like, it's just not the way it went. We no, just have to be, no. be listening, which is awesome. Like, I love when that happens. We, I explained to a couple of our officers, actually, after we got done with the MVI call later that night, that uh, when you guys had your structure fire a couple times, of yeah. weeks back, mm-hmm. you've left here. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll be doing a podcast. You leave. And, like, if it's late, I'm not going to go home and, like, wake up the household with my, my radio listening. Your fire porn. So, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, so, like, right? if it's 30 minutes of me listening to whatever your guys' call is, like, I like to, yeah, it's cool to hear what other pe- people do, how comms work, mm-hmm. uh, and you never know when it's coming. Yeah. So, I just mosey out to the to the truck, and I listen to your guys' call for, like, 30 minutes, and, all right, you got Two engines, three engines, tender, mm-hmm. staff. Okay, you guys are pretty good shape. I'm just going to go go home now or whatever. But, yeah, like so it's not unheard of for us to realize that you guys have a call. And it's, Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, it happens. It doesn't have just happen for you guys. Like, we get people message us sometimes. You Absolutely. Know, like, well, or we'll be on, like, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it'll be, like, randomly, like, hey, there's a bushfire up north. And someone will be like, hey, you guys see there's a bushfire, like, in, in, the, hel- yeah. in the, you know, in the city next to us. People are like, oh, mm-hmm. 
maybe we'll get called out. And, and, yeah. I, and I know, because we I've done it, I've come down here and guys are down here just, oh, I'm just having to be at the hall working out. You never work out. I'm just here now starting to work out. It's like, really? Like, not right now? I'm downstairs, not in the gym. But today's maybe the day. Just wearing my gear. Exactly. So, I mean, everybody does it. We just, you know, last night was our night. the lucky ones. Yeah, we've done it. We've done it as well. Like, we've had... You, or you guys have had yeah. big bushfires starting. You can see the smoke yeah, coming you can from see our the end smoke. And... Yeah. So so ooh. Yeah. troll on down to the hall, yeah, hover, listen yeah. to the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the big um, mountain park fire that we had yeah. last summer uh, to the department to the north of us. Um, yeah, I, I was definitely at the hall before. Yeah, that was going on like half an hour. And you guys were like, "Hey, look, look what's going on!" Because I was mm-hmm. out of town. You guys were yeah. messaging. I'm like, "Oh, so you guys sent a picture from here." I'm like, "Oh, that's yeah." Amazing. You could see it from the like from our apron. Yeah, and we're like, "Oh, yeah, it's happening. That's that's pretty big." Yeah, and um, like we've got like a group of friends that we talk, that we talked to. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I think it was actually just the the podcast group. Um, we were texting on that. No, one, and then maybe. I think the other group was kicking in too. There's a few different right. ch- chat groups. So. Yeah, yeah, so hard to keep, to <laughs> keep up. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we, we had a little bit of pre-thinking. I mean, that's just using your brain. Yeah. Man, there's when you can see it happening from here, if only there was a, a chance that we can go do some things. <laughs> Definitely didn't quite have the same like brass balls driving yeah. to your town as we did driving north <laughs> that time. Man, that was cooking. That was that was happening. Like shit was ev- everything was on, and it's a long way. And you're running code three from here to, from here to there, and like we were ripping because they needed help too sweet. Yeah. And uh, well, there's numerous departments. Yeah, sure. yeah. It ended up blowing up huge. Where there was like yeah, yeah. twenty plus departments that rolled that rolled into town for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was kind of halfway, kind of right right by the esterns there. Um, the excitement turned to, uh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming into this like early and we're going to be one of the first mutual aid departments coming on scene. I hope you guys brought your fucking A game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they all did. It was great. But yeah, so there was a couple of decks like, Hey, you guys go out there and kick ass down in Todd's uh, department. We're like, no, we fucking gave him water and filled up some SCBA bottles and bullshit. And came home. Yeah. But. We got there, and I think literally as we backed in, your 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 tank was like. <laughs> it was perfect. And the pump operator yeah. was like, "Oh God, you guys are here ready to make a time." We're like, <laughs> we opened uh, we opened our discharge and it was like, yeah. just fill up just as it was starting to get into. because as soon as after the tender, our tender did that initial drop. You know, now you got that delay because they got to go take that hydrant as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was just. Capturing the hydrant when yeah. we drove by. When we drove drove by, like she was putting the gate valves on and stuff while we, yeah, while, good time we were driving by. It was perfect. Yeah. So she had just finished her dump. We were and we were come peeling in. And yeah, here's this guy. Like we've never seen him before. And we're like, who's who's this guy? And he, he's like shutting the highway down, telling us to spin around, back in. Scott's like, it's like Sunday night after a weekend. Yeah, well, yeah. obviously it's Sunday, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, nice and hot summer. So lots of people are moving. Like it was a busy, it was a busy, was busy highway. Yeah. It's a busy highway to begin with, but mm. in the summer, or in the beginning of summer right now, busy highway. He's running it by himself. I'm like, what the fuck? And we look at it, and we can see the name of your deputy chief on his yeah. gear. So we're like, 
This guy, like, stealing the deputy chief's And I'm thinking, gear? like, wow, this guy's, like, brand new. I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah, he's so new, he doesn't even have gear, so he's robbing the de- deputy chief's gear, right? <laughs> so he's filling up his helmet from the, from the tent, because he's working hard. He's, like, filling up his helmet to get some cool water. <laughs> We're like, huh. So he's working, working. Got to be a rookie, he's working so hard. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, so we do our thing, we go fill up, we come back, and we're, you know, now it's kind of, like, getting in that mop-up phase, so we're a little slower, so we're just waiting, slowly filling your guys' tank, and... And then we're actually pumping back. We actually decided, Ash and I were like, we're looking at your, because we had, again, we had heard your comms, so we knew you were empty on your yeah. one, your, sec, your second engine, and we knew that was empty. So we looked over there, walked over to command, hey, do you want us to fill this truck up? Well, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. So we filled that truck up, just direct mm-hmm. pump. And then uh, one of your other members comes up, and they're like, hey, do you guys know who that guy is running traffic over there? Is that one of your guys? I'm like, no. I'm like, <laughs> I thought it was one of your guys. And they're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, like, they're wearing, like, fire coveralls. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's not one of our guys. And I'm, like, thinking, well, maybe it's from another, maybe it's from the other mutual aid area that you guys had. Because sometimes those guys were in town and yeah. maybe they had coveralls. I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> so, who was it? That was our new chief who is starting uh, very shortly here. Chief uh, Corey Courtmeyer. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, Ash comes over and he's like, that's their new chief. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. like, that is awesome. Working like a slave. Yeah, yeah that is mm-hmm. freaking cool because yeah. like that shows good leadership. He's just like, yep. It's like you guys, you guys got this handle. I'll just run this, and I'm like, Jesus. Like, yeah, he doesn't officially start for like yeah. another week or whatever. No, that was the sad. ongoing joke. Because I like, go, oh, great, we got him. <laughs> He's gonna get run over by a car. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got our new chief here, who's not even an official member yet. <laughs> running traffic, he's gonna get cranked and, and legitimately the most dangerous job on that yeah. fire scene <laughs> yeah. was traffic control. <laughs> oh, traffic was a gong show. Yeah, it was awesome because. Kevin three is a uh, he's kind of a dual cross member. Kind of yeah. crossover <laughs> member. He lives like way outside of town. Was on your guys' department for yeah. years, but was next in line to be a lieutenant or whatever. And then they ended up moving their family to our town, um, and he kills it here. He's great. Um, but your guys' membership was a little low, and he approached and said, "Hey, do you mind if I still come and do some practices?" Yeah. And calls? lives in the halfway point. So <laughs> yeah, he yeah, makes like, and he still works in our town too. So he, he makes a yeah. lot of calls and actually mm-hmm. they're big calls. So, he comes around the corner and he looks over and he actually said right on the scene, he's like, huh, a couple captains are on tender, eh? I'm like, yeah, that's the way she goes. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, so you meet the new chief? I'm like, oh, where? And he points over at the guy. I was like, how the fuck do you know that? There's like literally nobody else here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Because he rode in the truck with him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, really? Sure. Right? They took the rescue. Oh, okay. oh perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Kevin's like, yeah. "Who are you?" Yeah, yeah, because Kevin he he called. Did he got jump in the rescue? Because yeah, I heard the rescue. Back. I heard him call in the rescue. Yeah, I think he was driving. He uh, he called and he said, "Hey, I'm here by myself. Do you want me to roll the rescue?" He's like, "Yep, get here." Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when when Chief uh, Courtmeyer jumped in. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, really nice guy. Went over and did the old uh, um, quick introduction in the midst of all of this. He had shut down the highway to come and say hello to us because we yeah. we were about to drive out, so he gets it all. All uh, finished up there, um, got us ready to clear out of there, and did the quick, hey, like, nice to meet you, welcome aboard. Yeah, it was kind of cool towards the, like, he hung out for the whole fire and, and the cleanup, like, he worked his butt off at the hall with everybody mm-hmm. else, cleaning the hose, hanging, air packs, the whole work. When did people start realizing who he was? Uh, I think, well, I think afterwards when he went back, that's when he started introducing himself as well. So, again, mm-hmm. it's a cool way to introduce yourself as 
the new chief as yeah. you're sitting there working your butt off. You're not rolling in some formal meeting else. where you're like, okay, exactly. I'm the new chief from late yeah. on the law. It's like, no, yeah. it, was, it was really cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. Yeah, I, I think for you guys' dynamic, uh, coming in with some new leadership yeah. there, that's going to go a long way for the membership. It's um, going to be great. It yeah. went a long way for our membership because we spread the word. Like, hey, this freaking guy's like working his butt off on the highway. Yeah, we are guys are like right on. Yeah. Anybody yeah. with ears, we are letting them know. <laughs> including um, including, including <laughs> everybody <laughs> on the podcast. So, uh, yeah. 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 He, uh, and he knows he he knows our one of our deputies uh, quite well, Tyler Hillen mm-hmm. as well. Um, so they're good buddies. And yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be a real good fit. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. May have to have you guys cover our community maybe on the odd evening. <laughs> Cover your community? Oh. Yeah. So the officers can go get drunk. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <All right>, <laughs> Come on, it's like when we cover your annual. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's not the odd weekend, though. It's, it's like random weekends. Yeah. We have one night all year. I know. Ty wants to get boosted yeah. up every second. Of hey, man, I've been good. I haven't touched any. Like, I'm trying to eat healthy and mm. all, you know, keto eating is it because I, is it because i bugged you about your um, padded drug here that one day what remember that's, that's it? where it all stemmed from yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember, I said, remember that picture i said i said you were in the padded turn gear <laughs> shut your dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyways <laughs> but no we got good brewery in town now come on for mm. sure yeah yeah think of, think of the last time though like honestly like as an officer officer group mm-hmm. when was all the officers able to sit down and have a beer together Right. I'm going to answer that on the record. No, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. No, for sure. It would be really nice to be able to go out as a group. And, yeah. uh, like, it's it's one thing to maybe, like, enjoy a beer. But to no, be able but to like go a, out like a, and, like, have, like, a meal yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, it goes a long so. way. That's actually a really good idea for, uh, um... Bob's team, listening. Team building. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah Bob, you're listening. <laughs> None of the uh, COVID uh, restrictions have lifted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do a little yeah. crop... Barbecue season too. Cross yeah. coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think as soon as COVID lifts, we gotta start doing some more. Oh yeah. Yeah, mutual training, some more uh, yeah. it would be and now especially with the new chief. Hey? And some get togethers. Yeah. With the two departments mm-hmm. stuff. Absolutely. PR. Especially stuff. with with the new chief. Like we've been chatting about for well, then like we blame everything on COVID, but like legitimately yeah. we wanted to get together, uh kind of leadership and leadership with our hall and yours. Um and then there was the shakeup with the like you guys had a chief that stepped stepped away. Um, we had you have a new one. Um, now would be a great time for us yeah. to to kind of get that crew together. So yeah, but it was good. Uh, yeah, good good structure fire. Mm-hmm. Everybody there worked their butts off. It was really good. And yeah. we had a rookie moment. We did have a rookie moment. <laughs> yes. So we don't run <laughs> storts. Yeah, <laughs> we're probably one of the last. We just never really, we've never really, I don't know if we've seen the, I, I know the benefit of it, but mm-hmm. you know, we've never really not, like we never really went, oh my God, we absolutely need this storage guy. Yeah. Like we've never ran out of water. We've never needed the big supply line. Mm-hmm. We've always been able to handle, our, handle it with mm-hmm. what we, what the two and a half. And if we need another one, like mm-hmm. I say, if we need another line, we'll just throw another line on. Um, well, because you're, how do you know, is it three or do you? I think we put fours. What? Oh, or, 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 or supply line. That's two and a half. Yeah. Oh, is it only two and a half? That it is? was threes for a while, and then we're like, well, sometimes we use a two and a half oh, to, yeah. for, a, okay. for an attack line, so let's just make it a two and a half. Um, mm-hmm. 
So we've never had a problem. So we've never really decided to go to Storts or not. I'm sure one day it'll happen. I'm mm-hmm. sure one day, you know, a few years from now, we'll probably go to Storts. Bob has heard this and you've said always done it like five mm-hmm. times. Oh, we've always done this. We've always done this. So Bob's <laughs> yeah, going Bob Bob, Bob <laughs> his mind. mind. So yeah. I'm yeah. sure in a week we'll have <laughs> 15 Storts connectors. I mean, I mean <laughs> from, so I can see there's some drawbacks. Heavy, heavy line. Like, so yeah, when, when, once it's, once supply here. line is laid, it's laid. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're not really moving it. Yeah, you're not moving yeah, it. Yeah, with which is what we have right now. Oh, if we need to, yeah, if we need to move the line over, it's just mm-hmm. like we slide the line over. Yeah, you um, can't just kick it with your foot and push the couple feet off the road. Because yeah. I tried that, yeah. and I'm like, well, that didn't budge at all. <laughs> and really, like thinking back on all the fires we have, we haven't like we don't have a lot of in town fires. In fact, we the most recent one was like a couple weeks ago, and we were like commenting like. Well, it's crazy actually having a water supply because mm-hmm. usually it's yeah, rural, it's usually it's rural. tender work, right? So it's like mm-hmm. we've never really needed the stores. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so we we pull up and we're like, oh, they have stores connectors, like and we don't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're, so him and I are discussing like, okay, how are we gonna do this? And actually, as we drove by your hydrant, we could see you have just a two and a half inch gate belt on. We're like, oh, yeah. sweet. So that should work. We should be fine. So now we're hanging out at the back end of our tender. And we're kind of looking at it, you know, we're both standing there and we're kind of looking up at their tender and there's a storage connector that we've never used. <laughs> it's just sitting there because we never use it because we don't, yeah. and we're yeah. like, we both kind of like, we got that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're like, red hats. oh, look at that. It's always been on the And track. because we don't have it, we're like, you know how this thing works? <laughs> <laughs> so we're both like, oh, I guess we just follow the instructions here. <laughs> it's like, click. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> this makes life so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. So then we drive to the hydrant. Same thing. We're like, I think it just clicks back on. Like, <laughs> we're just playing around with it. We're like, click. Sweet. <laughs> Crank her up. Awesome. Super fast fill on the tender. Yeah. yeah the, fill, the fill was quick, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But definitely heavy. <laughs> we were trying to readjust yeah. it just to, because mm-hmm. um, there was a few kinks in it. We were just trying to readjust it. We're both like, Jesus, this is heavy. Yeah. yeah. So. I can see, I see, I obviously there's benefits and there's probably some drawbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing that we've learned is um, when you're driving the truck to lay that line is is to really keep it tucked off to the side of the road. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. again, like back in the old days where you just had the two and a half, so some hose ramps over it, or yeah. like if you have some traffic, yeah. you know, you can kick it out of the way. One guy, you can, when he walks the line, he can kind of tuck it out of the way, no problem. Mm-hmm. No, this stuff. It's, yeah, where it lays, it lays. It yeah. almost felt like delicate too. Like when I picked it up, I was like, almost like I didn't want to drag over rocks. Oh, no, or she's like, she's yeah. strong because I'm like, is uh, it got a rip or something? Well, it, it reminded me of that red of that lay, lay flat. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, this stuff's awesome. <laughs> the first time you drag it, psh, ah, no, mother. no, this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. we've driven it down the highway. <laughs> uh, so we're like, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. but uh, it's cool. Like yeah, we so that was actually our you know our mm-hmm. first experience with sports connections. <laughs> we always hear about these and things. And we've, we've ran into it before. So you guys, uh, like your SOGs are, uh, you hit the gate valve with storts and you do just a standard I mean, gate valve standard with the two and a half, with, with the two and a half on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were set and that's in your guys's uh, you know, program to do that. So we're covered either way. But going back to the Mountain Park fire to the north of us last year, um, they do not do that. Yeah, they just use So the... we had no means of attaching to their hydrant. So mm-hmm. that's because we just had the engine. Hey, because you just had the engine. Because we just had the engine to start the night, and then I requested the tender afterwards. Yeah. Um, because they were like struggling for water supply, and people decided to water 
the mountainside before actually in the fire in a lot of cases. And I get laying down a bit of a wet guard is really good. But they when, almost caved in their water supply system. Yeah, but when <laughs> and when it's fourteen degrees out, yeah, the the amount of water you put down there just cooks right off. The it was yeah, it, it was. It didn't really create a humidity. It level. wasn't the move. Yeah. Um, that was the only real takeaway from from that is one of the IC like they had like multiple they had like an IC back of the hall and then they had like sort of like a unit commander of like our entire mountainside and he comes up he's like hey why aren't you guys blowing water. Like, because there's no fucking fire yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thank you. <laughs> so we actually didn't flow water for the fir- first like three hours. We just did a whole bunch of like fire prevention shit around the property. Yeah. Got everything ready to rock. Like we were prepared before it got there. Um, and before the fire reached our front, they ran out of water. So water was, I mean, there was, they were actually fire elsewhere, but like everybody was flowing some water. And then the people fighting the fire, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we were out of water before the, the water even got there. So, fire. Or sorry, before the fire even got there. So, that's when our tender came in. And then it was mint. We just had a couple bladders going and it was fast. But, uh, yeah, when we first got there, they're like, all right, you guys can grab that hydrant. We're like, haha, no, we can't. Because they already had a couple lines coming off of it. Yeah. So, they would have had to kill the entire, um, the entire uh, water supply. Um, awesome. so they ended up, yep. yeah, I felt really bad for one of their engines because they were not only actually in the fire, they were also supplying us. So the whole night that, that thing was screaming. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's important. I mean, we've always kind of, since we moved over to the Storts and, uh, Orange gave all the stuff, we've always still put the two and a half on. Mm-hmm. It's just good to have in case needed secondary yeah. line for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Well, it's something to think yeah. about for any changes. For not even changes, but just for maybe some uh, reducers and couplers on your trucks if you have to connect to us, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a bit of a chat about that. I think we're gonna talk about it. We've got a, a leadership meeting tomorrow night. We're gonna bring yeah. it back up again just to make sure everybody's on the same same page, and we're gonna make sure that we have a kit available for our mutual aid engine as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm still in charge, aren't I? You are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <And> modus. <laughs> yeah, so as you can tell, they're not here tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got, uh, um, yeah, we've got a plan to get them on as long as nothing catches on fire or crashes, hopefully yeah. next weekend. Uh, so look forward to that, and we're probably going to tee that up with our giveaway. Yeah. So it would be nice to do it on, on the night of... Uh, them actually being on the podcast. Oh, yeah, so, be great. Yeah. yeah, we're going to tee that up. So listen for that next week. But uh, yeah, Modus, Modus Fire Rescue, um, Snagger Tool, like we talked about tonight, um, Hydrant Wrench, Force Entry Wedges, uh, Regular and like their Uber Wedge. Um, um, what else do they got? They got uh, Mini Spanners. They got Soft Entry Kit, Lloyd Tool. Um, J Tool. Yeah. Little Mini Shove, IFACs. Shove Knives, IFACs, yeah. big, bigger bags. Um, mm-hmm. lots of shit there. Yeah. Check them out. Um, hopefully they're making radio straps. Hopefully radio straps yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and what, what nots. Uh, we're going to bug them more about that next, next week. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, uh, DTFF five gets 5% off. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Rescue essentials. Rescue essentials, uh, rescue essentials.com. Um, go online, check them out. Um, we bought a lot of our, um, stop the bleed training supplies from them. Um, and tourniquets, IFACs, uh, pre-made kits or build your own kits and just lots of other cool swag. 
Um, go online, check them out. They're a great company. They carry a lot of great suppliers, um, and they're great to deal with. So we, I'm going to reach out to them. I'll try and reach out to them this week, actually, and see if we can get some sort of a discount code. Maybe that'd be really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see where they're at because um, she she still wants to give us some some product to trial. So yeah, we'll have to get on that right away. But yeah. it's uh, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop the bleed. Um, so stop the bleed month month is over as of this broadcast tomorrow. Yeah, when this is, when this is um, out there. So hopefully no one's bleeding after this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's all stopped. It's all stopped. Um, <laughs> on a side note, I don't know the whole story, but um, there is a story of an officer getting shot at a range in BC, mm-hmm. and uh, quick application of tourniquets um, from some members that know stop the bleed, and uh, officers doing good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good to hear. Actually, the details we're chatting about off the air is, is you know, from that training how quickly they, they react and how well they reacted mm-hmm. for everything. And yeah, just all the, all the fine details, cutting and exposing, finding those entrance exit yeah. wounds, looking yeah. for everything, getting those tourniquet up, up applied. Mm-hmm. And then what we talk about too is um, stop the bleeds, stop the heat loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so stop the bleed. Uh, go online stopthebleed.org for uh, to find a class near you, and, and if you can't find a class near you, and they are EHS or fire or peace officer, you can uh, become an instructor and uh, run classes locally. And build a class near you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Tanner Olson. Yeah, Tanner Olson band. Uh, country music out of Western Canada. Um, hopefully, gonna have them up for our seminar. Uh, which should be happening this spring, as long as next, uh, spring. next spring. Yeah, like well, we're past spring. Right? I mean, this is summer. I think we're kind of yeah. still in spring. Yeah, officially summer comes in June, mid June. Yeah, but June. It's like June tomorrow. When they hear this, mid June. <laughs> spring twenty two. Feels like summer. Right? <laughs> yeah, it feels like today is probably like summer. Jesus. Yeah. Um. So they'll be coming up as long as uh, everything rolls well for our seminar. Um. Got a couple albums out now. Uh, just just released a, uh, a new song on the uh, interwebs there, and Scott has that truck treating you. It's pretty good. Yeah. Would you say it's treating you well? Yes. Perfect. Name of their <laughs> most recent song. It's not a Chevy square head or box. Damn it, you were so close. Oh. Uh, square body. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get it by the summer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. However, I don't know if you heard this. I think maybe it was when we were here, wait, wait on you, which you never came because of your structure fire. Do you know what he's been looking at? What? If you check his browser history, <laughs> yeah, this could be. It wasn't for. Dark. It was for your freaking wedding, man. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't because I was interested in buying them. Cowboy boots. Yeah. I was looking. Boom. Yeah. I didn't buy any because I'm like, man, these certain things are expensive. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tanner also <bad. laughs> uh, And then lastly is us uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us some comments. Yep. Absolutely. Boom. All right. Any more for any more? No more for no more. But I'm good. Thank you. Good night. Thanks. Have a good night. And good night and stay safe. Thank you.